Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger. And today I am joined by a special guest, Nusia Fritas. Nusia, go ahead and unmute and welcome to the show. Hi. Hello, Hi. guys. And I said that correctly. Your name? Yes. Okay, UD. Perfect. UD. perfect. Perfect. And it's super late there where you're at, um, almost bedtime. So tell the listeners where you are living and kind of what you do right now. All right. Um, I live in Switzerland. Um, I'm from Brazil, but I've been living in Switzerland for 25 years. Uh And um, I'm a mother of two kids, (laughs) right? Uh Uh-huh. A personal trainer before I was a accounting, uh, but after the I had the kids, I d- decided to take care of them. And uh, yeah, and, and how old I are started, they? Started um, competing. I fall in love in 2015. I fall in love with bodybuilding. Yes, that's yeah. Me. How old are your kids? Uh, 11 and 15. So when you started competing, how old were they? Well, uh, Valentina, 2015. Valentina was like nine months, I would say. Oh, wow. Sure. Yeah. When I started. So did you start your prep or did you actually compete nine months after you had your your child? No, it was right after. No, because I had a friend that she was like thinking about uh, competing and uh, we trained, we used to train the same gym. And then is when I got kind of motivated too. And then I said, why, why? I think I, I can do that. And then she said, well, let's do it. And I said, okay, let's do it. <laughs> it was, was nice. Very cool. So that's your youngest or your oldest that, you're, that you started right after? Is that your? Yeah, yeah my oldest. Your oldest. Okay. So then did you do a competition before you got pregnant with your second child? No, no, no. It was after Valentina, the second child. Oh, the second child. After I had them. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. So what brought you to Switzerland from Brazil? I fell in love with (laughs) my husband. He's Swiss. Okay. Uh, I came to visit um, because I had relatives here in Switzerland. I used to come here sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh, this when I met him and uh, was kind of difficult. He he was here. I was in, in Brazil. But yeah. And then we decided to get married so I could come. Yeah. Very nice. So I'm looking here at your resume, I would say it is, um, of all of your different competitions over there in Europe. And it's, it looks like you, from the start, you know, winning the overall at the International Swiss Cup in 2015. That was your first show. You ended up winning yes. the whole thing. Yes. So tell us Actually, about your. I was, uh, I competed with uh, Priscilla Leinbacher. She's the, we competed together. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was funny because uh, they had the international competition mm-hmm. and the Swiss Cup. I right see. After. And I won the first show. I won the overall as well. Um, but the second one, Priscilla won the overall. 
was funny. And and actually, we we started together doing the th- the the competitions. Was she the person that you were talking about? That yes, yes. Oh wow, <laughs> you guys have both had a great career. Yeah. When did she? So when did you turn pro? So our listeners know when that was. Well, uh, I turned pro in 2019, 2019. Um, that was in El Conte? I was in, in the other federation and I did, I tried very hard to get uh, also to turn pro, mm-hmm. but it was very hard, but I, I never gave up. And then I said, I never gave up. I will never give up. If uh, As you can see, my resume, it's a lot of competition I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, after um, my last show in the other federation, I was very close, but I was so upset. I, t- I told my coach, what, sh- what, what can I do? Because I present all my shapes. And then she said, Nusia, I think your shape, your physique will be good for NPC. Mm-hmm. Okay, what was the other federation called? Yeah, today is the, the elite, elite, no, yeah, baby, elite, no, uh, because after they split, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember I was in San Marino competing, and they had just announced that basically the IFBB um, basically turned into the MPC and um, worldwide and. IFBB. And so at that point, they started really doing a lot of competitions overseas and giving more opportunities for people to win their pro card. Because I believe it used to be that you almost had to get somebody had to basically nominate you. So even if you would win, you wouldn't necessarily get a pro card outright. Is that is that right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I noticed you did um, San Marino as well. And you also, I was at, I, I competed at in the amateur Olympia in Alicante. I don't think it was the same year as you. It was before you did in 2019, but that's when you won your pro card, right? No, actually, uh, I think this was my first show in NBC. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So you won your pro card at the UK amateur in 2019. And, um, my third show is when I I get got my pro card, and I was glad because after after because when I did Alicante, I thought I would I I gave I gave a try and and then I, because I was kind of almost giving up giving up, and it was hard. That competition was very hard because like one day before I step on stage. Uh, my mom was very sick in Brazil, and my aunt called me and said, uh, if you want to see your mother alive, you should come as soon as possible. I wanted to just run away. I want to take the first flight, come to Switzerland, and then to Brazil. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I had a friend. She said, Nusia, you can do anything. You are here. It's just one day just one day mm-hmm. and I'm glad I heard her but it was very hard for me I think this was the hardest competition I have I ever had because I needed to laugh 
knowing that my mom could be that at that time was very hard for me. But I did. I stepped on stage. I laughed. I did. I was very professional and was very hard, uh, this this one. And that was the Alicante one in 2019 that yes. you're talking about? Did mm-hmm. she end up passing away or did you end up no, getting to see no. her? And then uh, I went right after I went there. And, um, and yeah, I stayed there two months with her. Was was a lot of things. But I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad it worked here. out that you got home yeah. to see her. So it, it was in the same year. So what month was that when you actually won your pro card? As you had mentioned in that. 2000. Yeah. 2019. Mm-hmm. So it was that same year that your, your mom passed yes. away. No, she didn't pass away. Uh, just oh, okay. she, she was about, but, uh, and then she, as a miracle happened. And I, I call it miracle because the way she was, you know. Yeah. 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 And then you, after spending two months with her, how long did you prep for that show that you won your pro card? Well, I decided, I decided to, because before that, I went to Vegas. Las okay. Vegas, and there mm-hmm. I won the show in my category. I I won I won the show, and but there I was like kind of getting tired, you know. Mm-hmm. Was was again close because yeah. they were giving the pro card for three three girls. Mm-hmm. I placed fourth, and then I said, "Oh wow, you missed it by one spot." I was, I was always close, and then yeah. I said. Mm-hmm. And then my coach and I said, no, I'm not. Why you don't do UK? You live in Switzerland. It's just one hour. And I said, no, not doing, not doing. I said, you should do it. You, should, you, it's just, you're prepared. And I said, okay, let's do it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, the Amateur Olympia in Vegas is very difficult to win because not only do you have to win your class, like all these Amateur Olympias, but you also have to be top three. So the fact that you were top, you know, four, that was pretty good. <laughs> so I'm glad you kept going. So can you share with the listeners, you're part of the, our series for the Masters Olympia. We're really trying to highlight the Masters Olympia um, place winners and things like that. Can you, first of all, tell us what you placed at Masters Olympia in Romania, and then also how old you are and how many pro shows you've done since winning your pro card? Okay, um, I placed third there. Was very difficult. Was hard, but I I was very happy uh, because all the girls that uh, was there was good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I was kind of scared, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I was very happy, and um, yeah. So as far as your um, application process, did you send a video to them? Did Do you know how, um, when you applied to be accepted, were you surprised or what What was going through your I, head when I you got send, on the list? Uh, the same list I sent it to you, I sent it to them, mm-hmm. right? I yeah. They they wanted a picture, um, like a, a current picture. Mm-hmm. how I looked at that moment, right? Mm-hmm. And the video, I didn't send the video. Okay. But, um, 
I was, I was hoping, I was hoping to get, and then I said, I was like, um, in my resume, as, as you can see, I did a lot of master pro, uh, master shows. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I said, why maybe, because I did a lot of master show, maybe that's the opportunity for me. Mm-hmm. But again, you never know. I was hoping. Right. Yeah. So tell us about a couple of these. Uh, so you did your pro debut, the Europa Pro Championships in 2020. How was that like with the shutdown? Was that post? Um... It was right after, right? Uh, they started, they were starting. It was very hard. This show was very hard because everybody that, because we couldn't travel to U- USA, Mm-hmm. And uh, we needed to do here, and all the athletes, all the pro, all the good ones, decided to do this show. It was a very, very difficult show, but uh, I knew it because I wanted to have the feeling to step on stage and see pro. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't really caring how much the placing mm-hmm. because I knew it. The good. Uh, Olympia's top Olympics were there too. And then I said, well, uh, just going to enjoy it. And that was just open, correct? Yeah. Yes. And then you started competing in the Masters in 2021. So tell us about the difference there and what that was like. Uh, um, I decided to do a go to uh, United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, before I did my pro debut, I wanted to do the pro debut in USA. And actually, I went to USA to do my pro debut. Oh. But when they started to close down, mm-hmm. close everything, and the show got canceled, the two shows I, I, I was supposed to do, uh-huh. they closed. Oh, wow. And then I was was very scared to stay in the United States and my kids here in Switzerland. Right? Yeah, definitely. And then the airport, JFK, closed as well. And I said, oh, Ugh. my God. Yeah, it was, it was a nightmare to get here. But well, you were able to get back. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and so, after that, I decided to go to the United States because here we don't have master shows. Oh, okay. For pros, you do not have masters. I didn't no, realize that. No, that's that's why I went there and I said I do mm-hmm. open and also master. I did in the legend sport. Uh, they showed. Have you ever in placed an open? I don't remember tens, twelve, something like that. I don't remember in the open, but uh, I competed all my three shows. Like was like seven top Olympians. <laughs> <laughs> Not difficult. Yeah, definitely. So, as far as your uh, journey to Romania, what was that like? Because it's probably how close is it for you? Did you have to fly? What was that prep like when you went to Masters Olympia in Romania? Well, um, actually, if we had a direct flight from Switzerland to Romania will be around not two hours. Oh, that would be very But the problem is we don't have a direct flight. We need Mm -hmm. to do a connection. And I did a connection in um, um, 
was in, in Germany, no? Mm -hmm. I did that. But before, again, it seemed that every competition I have something. <laughs> and I always positive, right? We, we need to be always positive. 15 minutes before I was arriving at the airport in Zurich, mm -hmm. they, they canceled all the flights because of the weather warning. Oh, the wow. The weather was really bad. And actually, I had another another uh, friend that flew here from Brazil to compete as well. Yeah, it was, was hard. So, so how early did you get there? Did you give yourself a couple of days to try uh, to get some of the water off from the flight? or No, just two days. I was supposed to, to stay there just two days. No, three days. But I ended up just being two days because it got canceled was seven uh, at night i couldn't get the next flight would be one uh, the next day at seven mm -hmm. and then when we got there in germany the flight was delayed again we needed to wait i couldn't go to the meeting i just called uh alina and then i explained the situation no mm -hmm. But uh, we got there. They finished. So, uh, we got there at six six p.m. We didn't we we didn't made it for for the meeting. So the day before the show, you basically landed for. So you missed check in, kind of thing. Yeah, I just mm -hmm. we just took our uh, suitcases and went to the venue mm -hmm. to get our number because we were afraid. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad they were very um, nice to us. She said, mm -hmm. no problem. Uh, you guys just take time. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Said, that's that's nice. Definitely. So did that throw off anything about like your tan or your peak? Um, because it sounds like you got stuck, but you were at least in your hometown Um where the flight got canceled. So you you basically went back to your house that night when you well, found out actually, the flight uh, got canceled? The I, because I live 20 minutes, no, 40 minutes from uh, the airport. Mm -hmm. What I did is I'm not, I, I decided not to come back. I just took a hotel close by because uh -huh. I knew it. If I come back here to my home, mm -hmm. I'll be tired. That's what I decided to stay there so I could rest because I had to get up at four in the morning. Yeah. And then I said no, because otherwise I would have to wake up at three in the morning. And I said, no, sure. let's just get a hotel here in Zurich. Well, and that's amazing. Like you got a third. It seems like you've overcome so many obstacles during your prep. Um, so are you obviously you're over 40, but, um, what is your age? If you don't mind sharing it with the audience. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned 47. Okay. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, no, that's an inspiration. I think to other people when they see your accomplishments and especially you as masters competitors in Europe, I don't think everyone understands that you don't have opportunities as a master's competitor to win your pro card up until last year when they did the master's um, 
Europe and Rome in November last year, that was your first opportunity in Europe to even earn a pro card as a master's competitor. So you, you know, had to do this battle in the open. And I think that's amazing and very commendable. And I think that's super inspirational to our listeners that you were able to have kids and, um, you know, all of that and do this as well. So let our audience know kind of what, what are some tricks or some tips that you have, um, or maybe some advice that you have for mothers that, you know, are trying to balance it all. And, you know, maybe, you know, at one point you were an accountant, you know, you're a personal trainer now. So when you have a career and a husband and children, how do you balance all of that? Well, uh, I think you need a plan. You need a plan and stick stick to the plan because otherwise it's very difficult. Uh, sometimes, for example, uh, you can say I don't have time, but if we want, we can make time. For example, uh, there were some days where I, I got up at four in the morning mm-hmm. when I knew it that I had something later and I couldn't do my cardio, for example, I wake up at, at uh, 4 a.m. or 5 a.m., you know, and make a plan, right? Mm-hmm. I had, uh, when I prepared my food, I always prepare my food for the day because I'm a, I'm a kind of person that I like, like, to cook, how can I say, fresh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You don't like it to sit for If I'm at home, leftovers. I like Mm-hmm. And uh, with the kids as well, I always try to get everything prepared, you know, in that scale. Yeah. Do you eat different meals than your family or do you sometimes combine the foods that you so, eat? Uh, my my food is different. Usually uh, my food, I cook uh, different for my kids and my husband. Okay. Do you follow... Oh. It's just, just I, I like the way. Uh, basically, I eat everything uh, that I, um, I'm on prep, but I like mm-hmm. it. I like it, you know. So, do you follow a meal plan or do you follow macros? Um, right now, it's uh, the way I do after competition is um, I like to to not think about uh, calories, not think about macros, nothing. Okay. Not stick to a plan. I just, if I want to eat that, I eat that. But usually I eat very healthy because that's for my mind. I need to kind of um, show my mind that it's time to get to off season. Instead of just because I know at least that after the competition, they eat so much that, I mean, after one month, they gain like three, four kilos, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's the way I try to do kind of a reverse diet slowly. Mm -hmm. The first, second week, that's the way I do. I live, if I want, I eat. After two, two, three weeks is when... I started doing a reverse diet. Mm-hmm. Just for kind of like that mental break, but you don't go out of control. So what is, when you were talking about kilos for the um, 
people in the United States, it's about 12 pounds or probably more, probably 15 pounds, what you mentioned, right? You said four, four kilos or um, six kilos. I think it's 2.2. How much, how much have you ever, have you ever struggled with post-show or reverse or have you ever gained uh, more weight than what you wanted to? No, um, I, my first, no, my second show, uh, I had a problem because uh, I wanted to eat only sweet. Mm -hmm. sweet. And then I said, well, I need to, to figure out that doesn't happen again. That's what I always did. I always like train my mind to do the right way. And I think uh, when you started a prep, you kind of train your mind as well, right? You can mm-hmm. see people eat, but you don't eat, you know? And after the show, I do the same. I just kind of, you know, that's the way I do. But yeah. um, it was just this second show that I did. I had a little bit problem. I wanted mm-hmm. to eat too much sugar. And uh, yeah, but. So for this competition, is this your last one from for the year for the Romania, the Masters Olympia? Was that your last show that you're doing or are you doing more this year? Uh, right now, I'm not really sure. You know, okay. um, the problem is uh we don't have a lot of shows here, right? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, in the United States is the best place to, to compete. But unfortunately, for us to go there, it's a lot of money. It's yeah. Of money. The last time I went there, I, I did three shows. And believe me, believe me, all, th- that I had in my computer, I'm accounting, no? Yes. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting used to, I spent 12000 only oh. like with flight. I'm not putting like this more stuff that we need, you know. Wow. Hotel because I was flying from one Reno to Sacramento and then Sacramento to you know. Mm-hmm. Was a lot. Hotel and tan and hair, hair and makeup. Do you do your own or and do you do your own tan or do you pay for that? No, I I pay because I can't. I I I can't do my own makeup, but the problem is. I'm one day before you're so tired, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. you don't want to stress. There is so many things that you, you kind of, you stress yourself and then one more is better, better not. Right. Yeah. 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 So what are some tips for, um, as we, our skin matures and as we grow older, um, throughout this journey, what are some tips that you've found because you look very youthful. I would have never guessed that you're 47. Um, what are some, you know, ideas or maybe um, tips that you would give masters competitors on just keeping like skin healthy and um, looking youthful on stage? Well, I I would say um, just doing uh, eating good, healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it started with that, right? And um, I always made sure that I had a good cream, right? And also my vitamin E. I always took my vitamin E. Mm -hmm. And um, I think this is the main. And uh, for example, uh, sun. I always use my sun cream. I never go out 
and I'm very like disciplined with uh, three times a day. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like if I go to the beach. I don't want to expose myself too much. Yeah, those kind of stuff that I try to to do. I like that. And for anyone that you know maybe is going through a hard time, it sounds like you've had a lot of difficult obstacles that you've overcome. What are some tips that you would give for people just in, you know, living out this journey and um, maybe some advice that you have for people that are, you know, currently competing and, um, you know, they just keep doing all these shows and they're not getting their pro card, but they're so close. Like, what are some tips or ideas that you have for people? Well, for for the ones that um, are trying to get the pro card, um, as you can see, I had a lot of shows that I did. Mm-hmm. And guys, it, yeah, the, 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 the quote, right? Never give up. Yes, that, that's, that's exactly what you guys has to do, right? Mm-hmm. Never give up. It's not easy. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes I had a point where I said, no, I'm going to give up. But when I want to give up, things worked. You never know when it's going to work. Just keep Mm -hmm. doing. If it's something that you want to do, something that you love, for example, I love, I love bodybuilding. I love competing, you know, Mm -hmm. and don't put too much pressure on yourself because otherwise you're going to get upset. You're going to be sad, right? Just enjoy, enjoy and be proud because it's hard. You know, it's hard for us to prepare and get to that point one step before you step on stage that feeling that i did it yeah you know and that moment you need to enjoy mhm you know yeah. and keep going keep going do you ever feel like you um have struggles with uh just finding balance or um like how do your kids kind of perceive your competing and um how do you kind of keep that in the house like where they're you know liking what mom's doing and then also like with your husband spending time with him and kind of having that balance of prep do you have any tips for uh wives or mothers well, uh one thing that i o- i always did is um for example if they because sometimes we are very tired tired we don't want to go anywhere we just Mm want to stay home especially in the last weeks yeah but I always although I was very tired I always went somewhere with them I went to a restaurant I went on vacation actually I went once on vacation Mm -hmm. with a trailer right yeah I got up at five to do my cardio right run yeah. But at eight o'clock, I was sitting there with them. I was like, I, I never gave uh, a chance for them to say, uh, mommy is just doing her thing and not my thing. You know, Yeah. I tried my best for them. I tried, you know, be there. It, no matter how, how I was feeling, but Do I was there for them. Do your kids and your husband, do they eat similar to what you do or are they completely different food? 
Well, my kids, I tried for I tried for them to to eat as healthy as possible, right? Mm -hmm. I prepare their actually they love vegetables, they love salad, you know, they That's are good. used to that, right? Mm -hmm. Grill, grilled chicken or grilled always things like that. But I'm not awesome. a like a crazy mommy that ah she he she can eat a Coca-Cola. She can no. She can eat a guy, no. Sometimes I, for example, during the week, they eat healthy. Mm -hmm. We can, we can have a burger. They can have a, a cola, whatever, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah, that's the yeah. way I raise my kids. And it works because they know. They know that, okay, if I eat like healthy, like mom, mommy wants, uh, weekend we have something nice, a pizza or something like that. Yeah. What are your favorite foods that you eat on prep? My favorite that is always my my oats. <laughs> your oats? <laughs> yeah. I usually I do a pancake or porridge, no? Yeah. Okay. That's do you know why? Because what? I feel full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> feeling full. Do you have pretty low macros when you get close to a show? This time not. Because when I started, um, I was already um, very lean. Pretty lean, you know? yeah. I needed to lose maybe just, I would say again, three kilos. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't, wasn't That's hard. That's not much. Because my yeah. diet was, was, I was eating a, a little bit uh, less than, that, than I was eating before. I mean, it wasn't that hard. It's just towards the, the last two weeks is that we we needed to get some definition in this hand tying mm -hmm. because I still had some fat there when we drop a little bit the carbs. Do you come from an athletic background? Did you play sports growing up or? No. <laughs> so when did you start weightlifting? Was it right when you started getting ready for your competition? When you're... Uh, I'm sorry? When did you start lifting weights then? Just right when your uh, youngest was nine months old? Is that when you started lifting? No, I always, um, I started, I would say, I don't remember, but I think I was like 18, something like that. I always did, gotcha. but not the way should be, right? Mm -hmm. uh, after... In 2014 is when I really started like uh, doing my macros, checking what I eat, you know, training mm -hmm. in a like in a plan. Yeah. But before I always uh, I started with 18, but I mean, it was just kind of recreational, yeah. not yeah. serious. So did you get any feedback from the judges after the Masters Olympia? Well, actually, um, I was very tired and I thought they would be tired as well, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And then I went to the hotel, but I wrote Steve. I didn't get, he didn't have, uh, he didn't answer. Mm -hmm. uh, I got from um, Emilio, Emilio, he got, mm -hmm. and Tarek. This the Tarek. two ones that I got. And what did they say that you needed to improve for next time? Well, for Emilio, he thinks, in his opinion, 
was my best shape ever because Emilio knows me. Mm -hmm. Emilio was in the panel as well when I got my pro card. And Emilio knows me from the other federation as well. Sure. He said, you had the best uh, physique ever. Um, That's a great compliment. In my opinion, you shouldn't change anything. Just come the same way. Same way. Fantastic. Eric, he said that the same thing Emilio said, it's your best shape ever. Uh-huh. Uh, but maybe a little bit of abs, not too much. I even questioned him. Come on, but you guys don't want a bikini with abs. He said, no, slightly, not slight, because your belly was kind of, I don't know, you know. Yeah. So do you do you do ab ab vacuums to help tighten your core? Vacuum, yes, I do. But mm -hmm. to tell you the truth, abs, I don't do much. Because okay. I was I was always afraid to get like the cuts because the edges. Uh it's just like my shoulders. If you see mm -hmm. my shoulders, you think, oh, she she trains a lot. No, I don't train. I yeah, don't I can see them right now. <laughs> yeah. And my abs as well. If I train my abs, it's like I have the six pack. <laughs> they get crispy. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So if you were to list out maybe your top five favorite things of the prep life, what would they be? What are some things that you really enjoy about this lifestyle? Well, let me think about it. Well, one thing I mentioned before is that feeling before you step on stage that I did it. The accomplishment part. Yeah. This is, this is for me. This is, I don't know. I, I can't explain. Yeah. And the other thing is it's a great achievement. Like lean, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I always like um, challenge, you know, maybe mm -hmm. the challenge of uh, getting prepared, getting your best. I think this is one of the things as well. And uh, I'm here and I don't know if I'm going to compete. I'm already like, what I'm going to do, but I need, I need a challenge all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what did your coach say after the show? Well, my coach, my, <laughs> uh, my coach, well, well, he, he said about posing the, there was some posing that he didn't like it, you know, but mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you're there. Do you have a posing coach or do you? practice on your own or does your coach help you with that no actually he has somebody that helps with the co uh, the posing right mm -hmm. well after so many competition I can pose really well but the problem is sometimes uh you always have you always learn something right and yeah. uh and then I took some classes with her and helped a lot it helped a lot because one change it makes the difference right mm -hmm. and uh before i was like doing the the side pose more like linear a little bit front mm -hmm. and he wanted to be like a line here to the back which mm -hmm. it helped a lot because i looked more taller because i'm short how tall are you 
How can I? I don't know. <laughs> I'm You're in the short class, one, A. 156. Centimeters. So are you in A class when you when you competed yeah, at the, the shortest one? Okay. So A. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're probably around five foot. Yeah. Probably. Okay. So you're a shorty. So if you don't mind me asking, who is your coach and who helps you with posing? Uh, my coach is uh, the, um, how can I say, the team Atlas. Okay. Was actually was the first time with him. Before I had um, King, Body Bio, mm -hmm. I stayed with Kim, I would say, like three years. But and then, you know, I think both are really good coaches, you know. But at sometimes you need to change strategy. After two years, I, I, I didn't see much uh, improvements and mm -hmm. I needed to improve. Yeah. And that's when I decided to, to change. Not because I don't think Kim is a bad coach. No. I love working with him. He's really nice. He's a really good coach. But I needed to change strategy. That's why I changed to Team Atlas. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what what changes in your physique have you made that Emilio noticed, that Tarek noticed? What are some improvements that you've made considering this was your best package? What were what was past feedback that you got from judges maybe that you've kind of listened to that and responded? Uh, the hem tying. I didn't this needs it. to be sharper. Because, yeah. Okay. And, so, um, and actually, when I spoke to him, he said, you just have to lean down. You okay. So it's the conditioning. Yeah. And some of that comes to with just having more muscle yeah, in your glute. Also, I would say so the, the posings. The posings. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. a Posing, coach yeah. that uh, you always have to send pictures. Mm -hmm. And uh, he always tried to correct you. You know, the posings. I think uh, I yeah. think my posings look really good. Yeah, That's great. Well, before we hop off, is there anything that you would like to share with the audience? Um, maybe a question that I didn't ask you or some advice that you have to give uh, before we sign off? You've shared a lot of really great things with us, and I really appreciate your time. Well, for the girls that are starting, the girls that are master, because a lot of girls come to me, write me and say, oh, but I'm too old to do that no guys there is no limits you know there is no limits just absolutely go go and do it you know and also if you guys hear this <laughs> podcast you guys are gonna see that I went through a lot and I didn't tell everything everything I went guys go ahead never yeah it's a quote that everybody says but in real life that works you have to do that never give up never i love it that's a great yeah. way to end so if they wanted to thank you or tag you on their story because they appreciated the episode where can they get a hold of you where can they find you uh on instagram you can find me do you have my instagram i do and i'll put it in the show notes do you want to yes. share it with uh, the audience just so that they have it as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, you can go ahead and tell them what that is. Uh, but I can definitely 
type it in the show notes too. I know it's Nucia. Um, Nucia Freitas. Okay. So it's your full name. And then you can find there. Yeah. And so thank you so much for your time. Uh, if you would like to find us on Instagram, we are at Prep Life Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini. And you can let us know what you thought of this episode. And if you would like to join our team, you can go to glamgirlbikini.com and hit the get started button. This is Amy Anger, your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini. Thank you so much for your time, Nusia. Thank and, you. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody.